Sometimes you can't help but notice that people around you are getting more of the wealth, reputation, and influence that you want more of. And it can get confusing when people getting the desirable results that you want seem to be people with negative energy and the kind of negative character you wouldn't expect to attract positive results. So what kind of results generating things are these people doing and how can you generate similar results while being the kind of positive, healthy energy influence that is true to you? You're listening to The Universe Has Your Business. It's the podcast for rising entrepreneurs, coaches, and change makers who are here to achieve more while letting the universe do the heavy lifting. And I am your host, Andrew Donovan. Now, I remember as a child, I would hear little things from my parents all the time. I would hear people say things like, they have so much money, it makes me sick. Or, wow, that's just not fair. How come they get all this stuff and it's so hard for us to get stuff? And as an entrepreneur, I remember many days early in network marketing where I would look at my calendar, I would look at my workload, my work ethic. I would look at all the personal development that I was doing, all the things that I was doing to shift my beliefs to come from a positive energy. And then sometimes I would look across the room and I would see someone else who was generating the income that I wanted for my business, the time freedom, the influence, the impact. They were getting the sales. They were getting the signups that I wanted. And just from what I could see as a an outside perspector, is that a word? (laughs) As an outside viewer, I would notice that sometimes these people who are generating all the results, they would be people who just seem to live kind of from a negative energy. Maybe they were impatient or angry, or maybe they didn't treat their staff very well. Maybe they weren't very good team players. Maybe they were really self-absorbed. Maybe they had crappy marriages or not very great self-esteem. And, you know, this was really confusing to me at many points in my childhood and as a younger entrepreneur where I would think, okay, hold on. All the coaches, all the mentors that I learn from, they all say when you can come from a really great energy, you'll attract really great results. So how are these people who are like mad or sad or angry or whatever, how are those folks generating the results that I want? And we see this all the time in the news, too. You watch the broadcast about some corrupt CEO who gets paid eight figures a year but has some kind of really shitty character that Americans don't really agree with. And so, again, we think, okay, so is there something twisted in the way the universe works here? Is it that skeezy people still get the money and nice people get stuck being poor. Doesn't make sense sometimes when we listen to like law of attraction workshops and talks and you talk and think about how the positive energy is supposed to draw the positive results to you. So let's spend a few minutes in this episode debunking some of this stuff, untangling some of this. And what I really want you to get out of this is a base understanding of what really attracts positive results, what attracts any kind of result, negative or positive, okay? Because we'll talk about what kind of results are actually positive and 
I'm going to tell you right now, there are some really silly myths that you may have bought into. Ideas like uh, the rich get richer and the poor get poor and you have to take advantage of people to get rich. Stuff like that that is probably not going to serve you ever. And so I want to debunk some of those myths, but especially end this episode with a clearer understanding about what kind of results generating things you can be engaged in that allow you to create the kind of wealth and time freedom and impact influence that you want to have while still being the kind of positive energy that you want to be in your life and in your business. Sound fair? So let's dive into this a little bit. First of all, Sometimes we see somebody who is wealthy or famous, influential, and we think, wow, they have some results that I want. They must have it all. But you know, those results don't necessarily mean you're happy, of course. You know lots of people who are wealthy and who aren't very happy. And you think, well, if I had that much money, I would definitely be happy. May or may not be true. I think that money really just becomes a magnifier of the energy that you've already got going on inside. So yeah, when you're observing people who are getting some of the results that you want for you, your life, your business, it doesn't mean that they're happy, okay? And also remember that you don't see the whole equation. That's probably one of the mistakes that I would make as as a younger entrepreneur. I would see somebody who seemed to be doing the same kind of work that I was doing, getting paid a lot more for it, and I would think, well, that's not very fair because I'm doing similar work. But how much of their experience am I really able to observe? A teeny, teeny portion of it. There's a lot of under-the-hood stuff that you can't see in somebody else's journey, which is why... It is a great idea to stay in your own lane. You remember that picture of Michael Phelps swimming in a competition and he's in his lane and he's just focused forward, eyes intense, and right behind him in the next lane, maybe about 12 inches, just barely behind him, is his competitor and the competitor is looking at Michael. And the the point of the picture is that Michael's staying in his own lane. He's focusing forward and he's ahead of the competition. And the competition is just slightly behind and distracted by what Michael's doing. So kind of an interesting little analogy that you can adapt to wherever is appropriate for you in your journey. Where are you not staying in your own lane? Where are you getting stuck on observing people around you and thinking that things aren't very fair? And, you know, that kind of observation is always going to set you back because now you're looking at lack instead of looking forward at what's becoming, at where you're going, at what you're unfolding into. Makes sense to you, right? Now, what you need to understand about energy and this kind of confusing observation that we can make where people with seemingly negative energy are attracting seemingly positive results. We've already talked about the results might not actually be positive for them the way that you think they are. I mean, some people make a lot of money and resent the money or resent the way that they got the money, or maybe the money isn't the thing that would make them happy because it never is, right? But maybe what they were really looking for is deep lasting self-esteem and the money just distracts them from loving themselves. So you don't really know But that's why it's important to stay in your own lane. But when it comes to you and the results that you want to generate, here's a key. The dominant vibration always wins. 
So I could wake up on a Tuesday morning and I could get out of bed, stub my toe, get really mad that my stupid bed is always scratching at my body or, or things are always getting in my way. And then I go to the bathroom and I squeeze the toothpaste out of the tube too fast and get a mess everywhere and maybe mess up my shirt that I was going to wear for work, whatever, right? And I start spinning up some negative momentum. <laughs> and then let's say I say, well, you know, this is not working, so I'm going to listen to a positive YouTube message, some inspiring video on YouTube. And so I start thinking some positive thoughts, but while I'm listening to the YouTube message, I'm also driving to work, hopefully not watching YouTube. <laughs> I'm driving to work and I'm frustrated with the traffic. And you can see the picture that I'm painting is that I've got a lot of mixed vibrations. I'm listening to some inspiring thoughts while thinking a bunch of negative thoughts and kind of going back and forth. My, my dial is turning between negative, positive, negative, positive, negative, 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 a little bit of positive. The dominant vibration will always win. Now, this is applicable to your day, which is why I love to wake up in the morning softly and gently. I wake up to a very lovely alarm sound <laughs> that, that makes me happy to hear. And then I meditate. I journal before I leave my bedroom even usually. And, and I really try to set the tone. This idea of the dominant vibration always winning also applies to your entire life. I mean, your whole business. So if 80% of your business time is spent fretting, resenting, comparing, worrying, whatever, and then 20% is spent in feeling inspired and excited, well, the dominant vibration is going to win, correct? And so here's something that I've learned about uh, you might, some of the corrupt CEOs that we see on the news. And when I say corrupt, I'm just repeating what's on the news. It's not actually my opinion. I actually don't really care. <laughs> okay, because it's not my business. I'm in my own lane. But sometimes we see some big multi-mega billionaire who's got all this money and people are saying, well, look at these awful things that he's doing or that she's doing or these things that they're not doing, the neglect that they have to these important subjects. It is not fair that they're getting all the money. So you might say, well, why are they getting all the money? And it's because the dominant vibration wins. So if it is intensely clear in your vibration that money comes to you in large amounts, well, then that's going to happen. You are going to rendezvous with money in large amounts. If you give yourself a whole mix of vibrations and your conversation about money sounds like most people's, which is this, I really want a whole bunch of money, but I don't have any money right now. But I really think that it would be nice to have more money, but my bank account is like almost in the negative. But I really wish that I had more money, but I remember that people who have a lot of money are usually skeezy people who take advantage of others. But I really wish that I had more money. A lot more money would make my life a lot easier, but my life is really hard right now. <laughs> and that's how most people's conversation about money goes in some shape or form. You want it, but you also judge it. You want it, but you also observe and talk about and harp on the absence of it. And the dominant vibration wins. So where do you want to clarify and start to clean up your vibration here? Okay. And ultimately, at the end of the day, if you see someone who has like negative juju that they're living from, but they're getting a lot of likes, they got a lot of social media influence, a lot of recognition publicly, a lot of money, a lot of the jobs that you want, whatever. I mean, just understand that the those results that you're measuring for them, those are obviously 
results that match their dominant vibration, but then there's a lot of other stuff in the mix too, right? Which is again, why you should stay in your own damn lane, <laughs> okay? Now, next principle here is the energy of the outcome will always match the energy of the journey. I remember in my network marketing days that I would sometimes observe people who had achieved a high rank that I really wanted. And I would look at how they were making five or multiple five figures a month, and I would think, wow, that just must be amazing. But then I would also look at the frenzy of their lives. Some of these people would just be addicted to or slaves to their business. They would be stuck to their phone all the time. They would seem to live in a lot of energy of chaos. And I would think that's not what I want at all. And what I've learned is that the journey that takes you to the results is always gonna match the energy of the results and vice versa. So if your journey to making your first six figures looks like just intense sacrifice, not sleeping, not taking great care of your body, feeling deprived, feeling like you're missing out on important things, but being really determined that you're gonna make it work, you're gonna hustle, you're going to do the hard things, you're gonna give up some of the things that bring you joy in order to do the hard but quote unquote necessary things to achieve that six figure income goal that you have for yourself. Well, by the time you work and push your way to the results, those results will feel like the journey that got you there. So you don't all of a sudden breeze into this miraculous sense of freedom. No, you're going to have the six-figure income and you're still going to be in the energy of sacrifice and deprivation and missing out on things that are joyful to you. And so that's something that I observed many times as I worked with and even coached some of these high-ranking network marketers. Then sometimes I would meet the rare person who was also high-ranked and loved their life. They lived a lot of what they loved. They had a lot of time freedom, a lot of flexibility. They liked the people they worked with. They did enjoyable things with their money. They got to use their money in ways that they liked to use their money. They got to spend their lives doing things that were enriching and fulfilling and not just saying those things, okay? There's plenty of people who have plenty of money and they say, oh yeah, I'm doing all these things. I'm posting on Instagram my exotic trip to Rome with my family and my kids and all these amazing lifestyle options that we get to enjoy, but their energy is still chaos. They're still living in chaos. They might post the right pictures on social media and talk about their amazing lifestyle, but their energy might not match that. It's a lot more rare that I've found entrepreneurs who have the enjoyment, that live in the joy, live in the bliss, live in the purpose, the fulfillment, the freedom. And every time I found that, if I would rewind, I would find that they either spent most of their journey in that same kind of blissful freedom energy, or they hustled for a while, thought, well, fuck this, I don't enjoy this at all, and they shifted into a journey of bliss that then led them to results that also matched bliss. So which do you want, right? And you really get to choose because all things are possible. So you can have the hustle, deprivation, scarcity, sacrificing hard work journey that takes you to, after lots of toil and exhaustion, to results that might be impressive to measure results, but aren't very enjoyable. Or you can choose to live in more of that blissful energy on your journey, and then the results you rendezvous with will also be blissful. So for me, I really enjoy the bliss, of course, okay? Now, 
As I was writing out my talking points for this episode, one of the thoughts that I had is that if you're asking this question, the question of, well, why do some people with negative energy get all the good results? If you're asking this question, it's because they, it's because you think those results, the wealth, the influence, the fame, the recognition, you think those things will make you happier. It's not wrong to want those things. And let's get really clear on this because I have seen so many people speak about energy, about mindset, about goals, and and sometimes there's this underlying assumption, there's this undertone that you shouldn't really want influence or recognition or popularity or money or whatever. You can want whatever you want. Those things are not inherently bad to want at all. You can totally want those things. Just recognize that you want them because you think you'll feel better when you have them. So what's the secret here? The secret is learning to get happy now, learning to feel better right now, and then you'll be happy. And coincidentally, as you're happy, those things that match your happiness, the results that you think would make you happy, then they'll find you and you'll still feel happy. So is he saying that I shouldn't actually want those things that I want, I should just get happy, and then because I'm happy, I don't need them? And the answer is, is uh, that was a loaded question. The answer is yes and no. <laughs> the answer is yes, you'll get get happy now because then you'll be happy and then you'll be living that inspired life that you want to live because when you're happy you're living in inspiration when you're happy you like your life when you're happy you like yourself when you're happy you like going to work when you're happy you like doing things that match your happiness okay and because you're happy you don't feel the deficit you don't feel the absence of the things that you haven't created or achieved or rendezvoused with yet and the paradox here is that those things come to you more easily because you got happy first. Does that make sense to you? And then because you got happy first, well, when you rendezvous with those results that you want, then it's just this celebratory meeting. It's this, the rendezvous is so delicious, it's so luxurious, and, and it doesn't surprise you anymore. You don't have the sigh of relief. You don't, you don't cry and think, oh my gosh, I'm so glad that I finally got the money that I've never been able to have before. You don't feel that because there's not a conflict in your vibration anymore. I remember a few years ago, I, I started paying attention to when people would express gratitude and look really happy versus when people would express gratitude and cry and do what I just made a, an imitation of. And what I learned after a little bit of observing is that the tears come when there's a mix in your vibration still, when there's still some of your belief that doesn't believe in what you've been able to manifest. But the dominant vibration always wins, and so because you had enough belief, because your energy matched the results enough, then you rendezvoused with it. Does that make sense? And so I'm not saying that it's wrong to cr have tears of gratitude. Totally fine. My point, okay, <laughs> my point is that it's just so much nicer to get happy now, okay? And then from your space of happiness, meet the results that you want to meet. And then it's just this wonderful reunion. And that's really what it feels like. You've met up again with the things that you knew were coming because you were being the becoming of them. I know that sometimes I get a little bit esoteric with my vernacular here. And I, I think that you're following me here though, aren't you? So 
I titled this episode something that I knew would catch people's attention because I know that this is a question that we get caught up on a lot of the times when we're not staying in our own lane, when we're observing people around us and we get stuck in those observations and we get stuck in those thoughts that say things like, hey, that's not fair. How come she's getting all this stuff that I deserve, these results that I've been working for too? But that's really not the question you want to be asking. What you want to be asking is, if I were staying in my own lane, if I were focusing forward, where would I be focusing to? What things in my inevitably happy, positive future, because I know things are working out for me, if I were in my own lane focusing forward, what would I be leaning into? What things would I be most eagerly anticipating? What things do I want because I think they'll make me happy And knowing that the universe has my back and is working for my betterment and wants me to have the things that are important to me, and so I don't have to worry about those things too much, knowing all of that, how can I get a little happier right now? What would feel a little happier in this moment? What would feel a little more authentic, truthful, joyful to me? And then as you spend more time being those things, well, now you're just easily gliding into, unfolding into the stuff that you wanted to manifest to make you happy, okay? But it so shockingly and wonderfully happens so much easier and way faster because you got happy first. Do you love that? Do you like knowing that that's within your power? And okay, well, I hope that this has been a valuable episode for you. And do me a little favor. If you've got someone in your life that you know would really benefit from this, then share this with them. And if you learned something in this episode, do me a favor, drop down an Apple podcast, spend 30 seconds just jotting down a thought that you learned and leave us a rating and a review. And I would really appreciate that because that's really what helps this podcast move forward so that more people get this message. And as you move into this next week in your business, I hope that you'll take this to heart, remembering that it is totally worthy and acceptable and praiseworthy and virtuous for you to want what you want, okay? If you want a six-figure year, great. If you want a seven-figure year, awesome. If you want 10,000 more followers on social media, cool, okay? If you want to be on stage in front of lots of people and have the spotlight on you, super cool. If you want to be anonymous but wealthy and influential, cool as well, all right? All of the things that you want, they're totally worthy, and you are deserving of them. And so this isn't a, this doesn't need to be a question about whether or not it's moral to have lots of money and, and whether or not there's a correct ratio of giving back or any of that stuff. You get to tap into your own inner authenticity, your own truth, where you feel led up, what your inspiration guides you toward. And it's really what staying in your own lane is all about. So let's shift the title of this episode now that we've gone on this journey together from why do some sad, mad, bad people get rich, famous, and influential? Let's shift that to how can I stay in my own lane more of the time? How can I spend more time focusing into the unfolding, into the becoming, into the feeling, the good feelings that I want to unfold into more of the time? And how can I remember more of the time that as I mind how I feel, as I mind my alignment, that's when I am on my way most quickly, most efficiently, most the least less resistant, the less resistant path toward those results that I really want. That I, by the way, totally deserving of. 
All right, my friends, that's our episode for today. I will see you next week. Thank you so much for taking time to rate and review and share with the people that you know would benefit from this message. And I will see you on the next episode.